What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Insights into a Soul. Season 2 is underway. I am Torin, back again with some fresh content. Again, got a notebook full of ideas and, and constantly getting inspired, which is super exciting. I'm glad that I'm finding inspiration and that I'm I'm continuing to to want to make these podcasts. I like doing them. And, you know, again, thank you to everyone out there who's expressed... Um, interest who shared it who's liked it and who sent me messages to just kind of encourage me along the way really appreciate it it, it helps it helps keep me motivated so as you all know if you've listened to previous episodes going through separation going through the process of uh, divorce and now it's been over a year um gosh coming up on a year and a half uh, of this whole process and now we're moving into the phase of actually filing. Well, the, the divorce has been filed for. So I kind of just wanted to talk through that. I kind of wanted to take you through my, I, I guess you could call it my my divorce journey. Um, because I thought it might be good to document this. Plus, I just need to talk through some stuff. I've been struggling lately. It's been a little bit rough. Um, overall, I'm good. Overall, I'm great. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing bad. Um, but it has been a struggle lately, if we're completely honest about things. And so I thought this would be a good way to kind of talk through that. Cause I know other people are going through separations. They're going through breakups. They're going through divorces. That's the sad reality. I, I'll be honest. I never thought that I would be, um, I, I would be someone that got divorced, you know, uh, growing up. Um, my mom got divorced when I was very young and I don't think I've ever really delved into the backstory, my backstory a whole lot. I need to do an episode where I just give you my story from from birth to now because it's actually an interesting story. I think so. Um, but yeah, my mom got divorced when I was about, gosh, seven. Um, you know, my uh, the, the circumstances around that were different though. My, my father at the time um, cheated on my mom and they got divorced. And all this other stuff happened. Uh, so the, 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 my, my situation is drastically different. Um, but I never thought I would be a, a product of divorce or not a product of divorce, but a, a statistic, I guess you will say. Um, you know, I, I, I'm the type of person like uh, commitment, commitments forever. And, and I try to make it work. And I think the reality of it is, is like you can try to make it work, but the reality of things over time, you grow apart. You're different people. You're going to grow differently if you're not growing together. And if you're not growing together actively, actively working on yourselves, actively working on each other, you're going to grow apart. It's, it's a guarantee that you're going to change. The only thing that's a guarantee in this world is you're going to change. And, and good or bad, we change. People change. Things happen. And as life goes on, if you have unresolved issues in your life... Um, pre-marriage, pre-relationship, that stuff's going to, it's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to fester and it's going to continue to evolve you and change you as a person. It's going to change your makeup as far as your personality, the way you do things, the way you perceive things. I mean, you take that stuff into your relationship and it's going to change the way that you perceive your partner. It's going to change the way that you look at yourself. And if you don't deal with it early on, it's going to take roots and it's going to cause major issues down the road. 
And then the longer it goes on, the longer it continues to fester and grow, the worse it's going to get. And I think that's what, that's definitely what happened for us. You know, we, we were two different people growing in two different directions. We didn't properly deal with what we had to deal with from our lives before getting into a relationship. And we didn't properly deal with the things while we were in that relationship. So you have two like major things that happen there because again, you take all that baggage into your relationship and then you got to deal with it. And if you don't deal with it, well, ta-da, separation, divorce. Um, you know, so, I mean, there's way more to it than that, but I, I think the thing that people can relate to is that there's two different people in a relationship, right? And it takes two, it takes two to tango as my grandmother always used to say. And so that led to the separation, which ultimately led to divorce because you have to be separated for a year before you can actually file for divorce. So all that to say, uh, the current headspace I'm in, the divorce papers were formally filed at the beginning of January. And then I got served papers and we've been communicating the whole time through this process. So it's not like all of a sudden one day I'm just like, oh, divorce papers. Um, so I knew they were coming, but I think the reality for me starts to really set in now that the papers have been served and I got that formal notice of, uh, you know, this is a formal notice that you're being sued is actually how the legal paperwork is, is labeled, which is really weird and really off-putting, uh, never been sued before, but I guess now I've formally been sued. Um, you know, so you do all that stuff and then there's gonna be a court hearing where we just have to go and if we have any grievances or, you know, whatever, we can plead our case, but it, fortunately we've been very amicable in this. So there's none of that. We don't have any issues there. I don't foresee anything being an issue. We're doing a separation agreement as well. They're both going to sign, which just talks about like what few assets we have and how we're going to divide that up and, and all that stuff. You know, we're not doing custody battle. Thank goodness. We're very good about communicating with our kids and around our kids and making sure that we're there for them. Um, but all that to say that like, yeah, you know, I've been healing over this past year. I've been single. I've been separate. I haven't been pursuing any relationships or dating or anything like that because I know that one, I don't want to, I don't want to get tied back into something, but two, I'm not ready for it. I just want to focus on myself and kind of enjoy this quote unquote freedom that I have right now. You know, being single is a, it's an interesting thing. When you're single, you want someone. And then you, when you want someone, you want to be single. And then now I'm kind of in that mix where I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. But being served those papers kind of put me into this weird headspace, right? It, um, I think it kind of the reality of my situation and my life has started to settle in. The fact that my life is drastically different and it will be drastically different going forward, that this is reality. This is the norm. There's no like, we're going to try again, or we're going to work through things or talk through things like we're, we're done. We're filing. The papers are filed 30 days from that date. We are officially divorced. Um, you know, and then that's kind of weird. I think for me, it's the reality of, um, not being there every day for my kids, uh, for my daughters, um, not being readily available for different events that happen in their lives. Um, they're having a rough day. They can't just come talk to dad, you know, dad's not there anymore. So I think it's this weird, this weird place to be for me. Um, and it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Am I good overall? Sure. But this past week, especially like I, I haven't gotten to bed before 4am except for last night. Finally, thank goodness. One night where I was in bed and asleep before one, but I like dosed myself up with some like extra strength, sleepy time tea. 
had on the you know the the little uh, vaporizer with the bedtime lavender chamomile stuff whatever that voodoo is and knocked myself out and i guess you know i'm also a very emotional person and i'm tied to like media and art and so the other night i finally watched the greatest showman with my daughter and it hit me harder than I thought it would because that movie, it was a great movie, by the way, phenomenal. If you like musicals, it's friggin' amazing. The soundtrack is so good. Um, not accurate to P.T. Barnum's life from what I understand whatsoever, but a fantastical reimagining of the birth of P.T. Barnum's circus. Hugh Jackman, amazing guy. Played the Wolverine. Sings, dances, does it all. Anyway, in that movie... Something happens and he has a falling out with his wife and his wife leaves. But for him, you know, his whole thing was he realized that he had been pursuing stuff for himself. He had been pursuing a life that he thought his wife wanted. Not the life that she actually wanted. I mean, obviously the life that she wanted was just to be happy. She wanted to be with him. She wanted to be with their kids. And she just wanted to be happy and live life and enjoy it. But he kept promising her mansions and riches and all this other stuff. And so in that pursuit, lost himself and lost his wife and his family. And now I resonate with that because that's part of what happened for me. You know, for so long, for so many years, one, I had major issues and major complexes and abandonment issues and stuff like that, which I'll get into on another podcast. So keep an eye out for that. We're going to deal with abandonment. But not today. Not today. So... I struggled with that whole thing of I for so long was trying to give my wife the life I thought she wanted, the life I thought she needed. And I wasn't present for her. I wasn't present for other reasons, like I said. But most of all, I wasn't present because I was constantly pursuing work, 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 work. That was the ethic I had grown up with. That was what I was taught. And I I just grew up working, working. You work to, for me, I work to escape the pain. I worked to avoid issues in my real life. I worked because I thought the harder I worked, the more successful I would be, which is not true at all. Um, that's a whole nother episode, hustle versus grind. Look at this, getting episodes. Um, but I, I realized that I was trying for so long to, to give her a life that I thought she wanted, not the life that she actually wanted. And so that caused some rifts and issues that we never dealt with and uh, realized that too late, obviously. But the thing in the movie is that Hugh Jackman's character has a chance for redemption. He has a chance to prove to his wife that I'm a changed man. You know, the key song um, in, in the song is him talking about that change. Like, you know, he's not going to like all he ever wanted. All he ever needs is right in front of him. And he's not going to look off to the future. He's not going to look off to the horizon anymore because what he wants is right in front of him. So yeah, so the key song at the end of the movie is called From Now On. And so from now on, he's going to make these changes. He's going to make the difference. He's going to be different. And he does, and he wins her back. So he's got this chance for redemption. He's got this chance to prove himself, to prove that he's different, prove that he's a new person, a new man, that he's got the right perspective now, and he understands life, and he understands what the focus should be and what's important. And so it hit me at the end of this movie. I'm watching this, and it really hit me because here's the reality of it for me. I don't have a chance for redemption. I'm not going to get my final song. 
I'm not going to get the chance to say and show I'm different. I'm better. I've improved. We both talk still and we see the improvement and the difference in each other. We've both improved personally, individually. You know, she's made some great changes in her life and really like grown and matured a lot and has, has, has healed a lot, which is great. So have I. I've grown. I've matured. I, I, I've, I've grown. I'm a different person now. I'm the better version of myself than I've been in a long time. And part of me wishes I had that chance for redemption. I wishes that I had that, that redemption song, that, that chance to prove that I'm different, that I'm better, that I've learned, that I can be the husband that she needed and wanted the whole time. Do I think I could be? Absolutely. I think I'm fully capable of that. I'm not going to get that opportunity though. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that, but it's, it's still been a struggle and it's something I've been dealing with because again, I think as, as humans, we long for redemption. We long for reconciliation. We long to be harmonious and, and, and to make things right with others. And I think at the core, we want harmony. We want love. We want unity. We want peace. We want understanding and we want to un- be understood. And so the rough part for me is that unfortunately I don't think I'm ever going to, no, I'm, I, I'm not going to get that chance, which is fine though. And that's the other side of it that I had to deal with that I had to work through over the past couple weeks is being okay with not getting that second chance. Because as I've talked about in past episodes, which you should go listen to, I encourage you to go listen to these past episodes that I, I don't think we could try again the two of us. I, I think too much has happened in our lives that the the trust wouldn't be there and it would be unfair to her for me to try again because I don't think I could ever fully trust again. Not because I don't want to, but just because I'm human. I'm flawed in that way. And you know, I, I think too much has happened too where, you know, it, it wouldn't be good for her to try again with me. I think it's time for her to go on and find something different, something better. Um, because I do believe there's more than one person out there that's right for us. You know, we get stuck with this whole thing of like a soulmate and this one person. But I, th- I, th- I think we have multiple soulmates. We have people that connect with us on a deeper level than just the surface. And I, I, I think that there's more people out there than just one person for each of us. I also believe that that changes as we grow and develop and learn and evolve as individuals. So that's a whole nother, a whole nother thought, a whole nother topic. But, but that's the thing. And, and it's, It's a thing I struggle with, not having that redemption, but it's also a thing I'm okay with. You see, I'm okay with not being okay. I'm okay with being different, being in a different phase. So I can still show her that I'm better, that I've improved, that I've changed. But my intention is not to win her back anymore. My intention is not to prove to her that I can be the husband she needs or wants. My intention now is to show her that I'm just a good person. I'm a better person for her as a friend, for her as um, co-parents, which is a weird freaking concept, but that I'm going to be the best dad that I can be. Because at the end of the day, I, I think there's a big lesson that we can show our kids here because the reality of life whether you're married or not, is that if you get into a long-term relationship, it might fail. And it might, it might not even be failure. It just might not work out. 
because people are broken, people are flawed, and we make mistakes. We mess up. Or you just get to a point where you two grow so differently from each other that you're just not compatible anymore. Or it's not the best for you two to be together. Or option three, you just get to the point where you realize as you've grown, you know what? They're not the person you thought they were. And that's okay. There's maturity that comes with being able to say, this person's not the right fit for me. Do I love this person? Yes. You can still, you can still love someone and not be with them. And sometimes, sometimes loving someone is letting them go. Loving someone is being able to say, Hey, I'm not right for you or you're not right for me. And being okay with that. Sure. There's going to be heartbreak. Sure. There's going to be pain. Sure. There's going to be disappointment. But at the end of the day, one moment, one bad decision one bad relationship or not even a bad relationship. One relationship ending doesn't define you. How you handle it, how you evolve, how you learn from it and how you move on. That's what defines you. We're defined not by the moments, but by the actions after that moment, by our choices after that moment. So you have a choice. You're going through a breakup. You're going through a divorce. You have a choice to be a better person, to grow, to learn from it, to look back. Hey, what did I do in that relationship? What did I do wrong? Or maybe, maybe they did something wrong, but that's okay. How could you have handled it? How could you have identified it earlier? Or how could you help them be a better person? Maybe you'll still be friends after the breakup or the divorce. And that's okay as well. It's good. It's good. I, I, I think it's a sign of maturity. Some people, hey, some people you break up with, they're talking. You just need to let them go. You need to cut them out of your life completely. There's no questioning that whatsoever. But other people that you just get to a point and you're mutually just like, you know what? We're not working out and that's okay. We make better friends than partners, than lovers. And you can still be friends with them. You can grow from them. You know, I've got, I've got some friends of mine that they're great friends of mine, but I don't think I would be a good partner for them. I don't think I'd be in good in a relationship with them and that's okay that's okay so yeah all this to say i i've been dealing with the the revelation the reality of the divorce as it's now formalized um overall i'm good but it's still a struggle i have my days i have my moments but at the end of the day i know that i'm a better person now than i was before and from what I've seen, she's a better person now than she was before. And we're both continuing to grow. We're both continuing to learn and evolve. And we keep open communication, which is great. And I want to show my daughters that, you know what? There is life after divorce. There is life after a relationship ending. And you know what? It's okay. You're not bad people because it didn't work out. You're, you're mature people. You're able to carry on and be different and still maintain a healthy friendship afterwards and still be good parents together. I think that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes because I've watched so many people force relationships to work, force relationships and they're freaking miserable. Both people are miserable or one person's miserable. The other person's completely oblivious to the fact that it's not working because the other person says, you know what? I can deal with this. I, I can deal with this 
and it's fine. It'll work out. No, it's not going to work out. You're not going to fix the other person. If you have issues with that person without talking to them, without addressing them, and if you do address them and they don't change, it's not going to get better. It's not just going to work itself out magically. People are creatures of habit, creatures of pattern. So if they're doing something repeatedly, it's a pattern. It's a habit. And it will not change until they make a conscious effort to change it. And they might not even look at it or think of it as a problem. And in that case, that's not good. That's something you need to get out of. So you might need to run from that relationship and get out of it. Be their friend, but you don't need to be in a relationship with them. And don't do it just to be happy, just to, just to stay. You know, I know we all long for a relationship and, and we get lonely and stuff, but that's no reason to enter into a relationship with someone or keep a relationship going just to feel, just to feel good, just to feel a connection. You've got to do what's best for you in the end. And that's my encouragement to you. That's why like, I know I'm not going to get my redemption song. I'm not going to get my second chance. I'm not going to get my from now on Hugh Jackman musical number to prove to my wife that I can be the husband she wanted and needed the whole time. And that I've realized the error of my ways. I have, I have realized the error of my ways. And it's an opportunity for me to be a better person and to be more self-aware for myself first but then for the next person that maybe one day I get into a relationship with now going into a relationship, I know what I'm looking for. I mean, she was only the second person I ever dated and the first real deep, serious relationship that I ever had. So now I'm going into it with more maturity, more awareness. I don't know if I'm going to date again. I don't know if I'm going to get to a relationship again. I don't know yet. I'm not there and that's okay. It's been a year and a half and I'm not really ready to date because dating's a pain in the ass. And dating apps are horrible. I've dabbled in them and I don't like them already. Um, and I just kind of like being me. I just kind of like being single and being able to work on podcasts and content. I mean, go to work. Then at the end of the day, I can jump on my podcasting. I can jump on my gaming, my content creation, do my photography on the weekends, schedule time to hang out with my daughter because Danny, my oldest, is an absolute teen who just hangs out in her room all the time. But my youngest loves coming over to visit. And so it's scheduling those times for her to come over. And when she comes over, we're hanging out. We're watching movies, teaching her how to skateboard. You know, we're having fun. We're living life. We're making, you know, pizzas and stuff. Because that's what we do. Um, and so, yeah. So, yeah. It's okay. I'm not going to get my, my Hugh Jackman from now on redemption song. My grand finale. My dance number. With my backup singers and dancers and Zach Efron, beautiful man. I, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with where I'm at in life. I'm okay because I've been growing. I've been learning. I've been evolving. I'm a new person. I'm a better person. You know, I, 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 think with the whole COVID thing we talk about when are we going to return to normal and I've kind of looked at that with my life like when am it's going to return to normal I don't want my life to return to normal normal wasn't good for me before normal was toxic normal was boring I want to be new I want to be exciting I want to grow from my experiences I want to travel I want to be creative I want to do stuff I want to continue to push forward and help people and love people and help them realize that there's hope for them with whatever they're going through. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Not going to be super toxic, positive about this. Like just keep going, buddy. You've got this. But at the same time, Hey, don't give up. It's going to suck. Sometimes it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like hell. 
but you can do it. You can push through, you can grow, you become, you can become better. So to those of you out there that are going through a breakup, that are going through a divorce, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt, but reach out to people, listen to the people around you that are smarter than you, that have been there. They can help you through it. And I know everybody's story and situation is different, but reach out because you can find some nuggets of wisdom and, and tactical, tactical lessons, tactical strategies. Is that redundant? I don't know. But you can find different ways to work through stuff and to, to become a better person, to grow, to heal, and you will heal in time. But just like I've said before, there might still be scars there, but that's okay because the scars don't define you. What you do from that point of hurt, how you grow and how you learn, that's what's going to define you. That's what's going to define you. Will the scars be there? Sure. But use them. Use them as lessons. Use them to move on. And those of you that are stuck in a shitty relationship, get out of it. Stop telling yourself it's going to get better. If you've had the serious conversations, if you've seriously put in the effort and it's not working, it's never going to work. Sometimes you leaving is what that person needs to snap out of the funk that they're in and grow. And you know what? You might get back again later. But that shouldn't be your goal. That shouldn't be your focus. You should want to become the best version of yourself and you should want them to become the best version of self. Because at the end of the day, that's what a relationship should be. And that's what I didn't realize for the longest freaking time that nobody really helped me understand that. You know, all I was ever taught in church was that marriage is, is a balance, is a give and take, right? Which it is, it is. But nobody ever talks about the aspect of marriage, of, of a relationship of that. If you can't add value to the other person and help them become the best version of themselves, then why are you in a relationship? If you can't help somebody become a better version of themselves, then why are you in that relationship? Obviously, there's companionship, there's love, there's sex, there's all that other stuff. But if at the end of the day, you don't help them become better and help them grow, and not forcibly, but by your actions, by you being there, inspiring them, if you're not helping them or they're not helping you become a better person, then that relationship is not going to work and you need to get out of it. Anyway, you do you, but I'm here for you. I'm here if you want to talk. Divorce, part one, as we're going through this, my thoughts, my struggles, I'm good now. I'm better. Hopefully my sleep pattern catches up with me and I get, I get back into a rhythm, but overall I'm feeling better and being able to talk to you guys really helps with this stuff. Um, so yeah, divorce, it sucks. Reality is settling in, but I'm doing okay. I'm growing. I'm getting better. And then hopefully I can help others that are going through divorce and help understand this wacky process, this weird situation. Um, so until next time, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe. Please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. And if you have time, go leave five stars on whatever podcasting platform you use. You don't have to leave a review. If you want to write something, you can. I'd appreciate it. But at least just hit the button Give me five stars because that helps push this out there for more people to see and continue to share, continue to tell your friends, you know, and continue to send me ideas for topics because I'm always looking for new things to talk about. I've got probably about 15 topics written down right now. So I'm just going to start cranking these suckers out. Um, but I have to, I have to be inspired to do it. You know, I don't want to like force a podcast. Uh, and I, I want to bring guests on too. I've got some other people that I've been talking to and I need to get back to it. New year. Let's get this going. COVID. We're all from home. Zoom calling really easy to get people on a zoom call 
and and do a podcast from across the country. So let's get on it. So thank you guys. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for following. Thank you for the messages, the encouragement. This has been Insights into a Soul, the first part of my divorce journey. I guess that's what we're calling this. Uh, So yeah, until next time, see you guys. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Insights into a Soul. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to like and subscribe and to share it with your friends. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Insights into a Soul, on Instagram, at Torn H. And if you have suggestions for future episodes or topics, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, contact us, insightsintoasoul at gmail.com.